celebrating a three-day weekend for President's Day. I am jealous. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Either way, thank you for making us a part of your evening right here on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of tonight has been spent on the reaction to the NBA All-Star Game. And once again, the lack of defense played, the lack of intensity, frankly, the lack of care shown by NBA players, and yet another disappointing All-Star Game performance. I, though, have no problem with it. I welcome it. Because I am someone, and I am in the uh, majority here, I am someone who, number one, in terms of importance in the NBA, puts playoffs right there. Playoff performance for teams, Playoff performance for players is by far number one most important when it comes to how we remember players, how we talk about players, how we rank players. We care about championships. Here's a hot take for you. You got to play well in the postseason in order to win a championship. So players and coaches prioritizing playing their best come postseason time is something I agree with. And if that means half-assing an all-star game, so be it. I'll live with it. I got no problem with it. Because as long as everybody leaves all-star weekend healthy, I think that's what matters the most. Everything else is icing on the cake. We get a competitive game, great. We get a fun skills competition, awesome. But as long as everybody leaves in one piece and no one is hurt to where they're out for the year or impacted for the playoffs, that is a win for me. Everything else is gravy. And so I like the point of what uh, Nate in Chicago, just our call we just had on right before the break, he was talking about creative uh, creativity in terms of first quarter, maybe it's three on three. Second quarter, hey, before you shoot, you got to have six passes like it's CYO basketball all over again. You're up by 20. That was at least one of our rules. You're up by 20. You got to have six passes, or I think it was like five or six passes, whatever it was, before you're allowed to shoot. If you want to have a rule like that for the second quarter, so be it. And we can get creative here and build in certain stipulations and certain rules for each quarter to make it different, make it somewhat competitive, but also make it fun and make it enjoyable and make it watchable. But I think Nate's overall point is what I've been preaching. Accept the game for what it is. The game is an exhibition. The players are treating it like that. And I think the the sooner we all put our minds around that and accept what this game is now, instead of living in the past the better or or the quicker, I should say, we can then start to brainstorm real ideas that can put some different levels of competition and fun in this game while players could still kind of take it easy, have fun, but also make it more enjoyable for us, the fans. There is definitely a happy medium here. There is 100% a world in which the All-Star game is watchable and enjoyable while also making sure the players are not putting themselves at risk for the most part of getting hurt. There is absolutely a happy medium here that we could find. And I think how we get there is by first acknowledging and accepting this game ain't what it used to be. 
The days of the 80s and the 90s of pure competition are gone. And that's why when I hear Larry Bird, and you'll hear him in a second, kind of talk today to other legends, I honestly think Larry comes off as tone deaf. Larry, Larry Legend, speaking at the Legends Brunch, very rightfully named, was talking about before the game here, the one wish he hopes he sees in tonight's All-Star Game. Take a listen to Larry Bird. I'm not disagreeing with what Larry said. I just think he's not living in reality in, in 2024. Those days are gone. Like, again, Larry, and I can't blame him, he grew up in a generation where they cared. And so an All-Star Weekend would show around. You don't need anybody imploring you to try hard. You just do it for competition, for pride, whatever. This day and age, it's different. The priority number one is a ring. Winning championships. Obviously, championships were important back then. And I'm, I have to assume, because I was not alive in the 80s, and it was born in the mid-90s, so it's like I really don't even remember that. But I'm going to assume 70, 80, uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Media coverage, fan discussions, the focus on rings over anything and everything, I feel is at an all-time high now compared to 30, 40 years ago. I think our intense focus on who wins championships and who doesn't is at an all-time high. And so I think that's because the pressure and the focus is all about, hey, how many championships you have? That's the first question we talk about with any player. When looking back on their career or trying to talk about how great they are in the present day, the first discussion always starts with ring count. Jordan versus LeBron, the first number always said is six versus four championships. We focus first and foremost on how many rings you win and how you play in the postseason. If you're a great regular season player, but a yearly choker in the playoffs, we look at you differently. If you're meandering through the regular season, not taking it you know, seriously, then all of a sudden you turn it on come playoff time, we also look at you differently. So with postseason performance, by far the biggest thing we focus on and the thing we put the most stock in in terms of who's good and who's not, events like an all-star game then go by the wayside because players are only responding to how we talk about them. And so if we talk about Giannis before he won his championships as a great guy, but oh, can he ever win a ring with you know ring with Giannis? If the if the ring culture is what we focus on, now I guess we can have that conversation with Embiid. I know he was hurt tonight, but let's just say he was playing in this game. I'm sure his intensity wouldn't have been much different than everybody else that was playing. So if Embiid was playing tonight, let's just say, and he was taking it easy, I can't blame him because he's out there trying to win a championship. And so making sure you don't get hurt and realizing, well, the fans don't really actually, you know, talk about and care that much who, you know, how I play in this game. So what's it matter? He's of the right mindset. Because Embiid, maybe he's not the best example because he's hurt. 
But just play along with me. It's it's a fantasy world here. We're living in for a second. If if let's just say Joel Embiid, you know what? Scratch that. Damian Lillard. That is the real life example. Dame was tonight's MVP of the All Star game. If the Bucks get bounced in round two in the playoffs, not only are we calling that year a failure, we're calling year number one of Damian Lillard in Milwaukee disappointment. We're not going to point and Dame's singular season a disappointment. No one's going to reference, well, guys, he won All-Star Game MVP. Give him a break. No one's referencing that. That is never going to be a talking point at any point we talk about, well, can Dame win a championship? Well, I mean, he played well in the All-Star Game, so maybe that thinks, you know, you should think he can play well in the big moment. No one ever says that. So if no one ever says it, why are we getting wrapped up in a game that we truly deep down don't care about. That's my biggest problem with the All-Star game and the discourse. I have no problem with the half-assing. I have a problem that people criticize the players for it, but then also at the same time, don't actually like respect or care about the actual result you see in the game. 855-212-4227. excuse me. On social media at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Dre's calling from Atlanta. What's up, Dre? Hey. Hey, what's going on, Ryan? What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, I caught little glimpses of the game, but I've kind of been off All-Star, All-Star weekend for a while now. And I think that overall, if we're going to be honest about this, and this kind of goes for a lot of most competition, the stakes has to be higher. Like, if you really, we really thinking about it, you ain't the players aren't really playing for anything. Like when they plan for the game, they like at the end of the day because they not incentivized. They not really incentivized to play hard. Like you, they go there. It's a, it's a little bit of a party, but after that. They're not going to risk getting hurt because, like you said, they got to be able to make it to playoffs and compete for a championship. So I believe, even though I know they already get paid millions and millions of dollars, but if you gave them more money, some type of prize money or some type of incentive, that would make them play harder. These players, yes, they care about rings, but they care about money way more than rings. Like, what are we talking, Dre? I mean, they tried money before. Hasn't really I mean, worked. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't think it's like a. I'm not saying it's just a easy solution, but I don't know. I don't know what Adam Silver has to do, but some type of stakes has to be there. I don't, I don't know exactly what the stakes can be, or whatever. Maybe like if y'all, maybe like, I don't know. The MVP get to choose seating or something. I don't know. It just got to be better. And as far as the dunk contest go, I think that they either should scrap it all together because these these NBA players, they're not creative no more with these dunks. They repurpose the same dunks. It's the same thing. They hold up the ball. Like, if you go on YouTube, you, the YouTube dunkers are way better than the NBA dunkers. So... I agree with that. If you want to bring him in, Dre, next year, maybe that could be a solution. I'm signing me up for that to save the all-star uh, dunk contest. I appreciate the call. But it's like, all right, so if you're Adam Silver, like, if you want to talk about money, like, let's talk realistic here. 
if you want to have money impact the competitiveness, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic here. Like we got started about like what, $100 million? The winning team gets $100 million. Split between 12 guys. Now all of a sudden we're somewhat moving the needle. But it's still like, I mean, all these guys are are on max deals for the most part. No one's hurting for money. And the biggest thing is it's like, to your point, Dre, like you're you're really not playing for anything. Thankfully, it didn't it didn't happen. And thankfully, we've not really seen this happen for a while, right? But if someone got hurt tonight, if Giannis blew out a knee, if Jokic twisted an ankle, what are we saying right now? Like, if that happened tonight, I promise you what we are discussing right now is why is Giannis going so hard? The championship should be the number one priority. Why is Nikola Jokic putting his body at risk of the Nuggets repeating as champs? Because of the 24 players that are right now at All-Star Weekend, any one of those 24 get hurt, their team's chances of winning a championship this year are gone. Luka gets hurt, you can kiss the Mavs' chances of of winning goodbye. Joker, uh, Joker gets hurt, there's no way the Nuggets are repeating. Giannis gets hurt, Bucks are done. Tatum gets hurt, Celtics are done. We could go down the list. So it's like we are talking about the 24 to 30, if you want to include injuries, best players in the game playing on the court. If one gets hurt, goodbye to their championship hopes for 2024 and possibly goodbye to their uh, playoff hopes. Is that worth it? No, I don't want to ever have that discussion, which is why I'm fine with where the game is now. Prioritizing health, having a good time, taking it easy, basically having this turn into a glorified shoot-around. I'd much rather, like, honestly, if we're going to have two conversations, I'd much rather complain each and every year about the lack of competition in the All-Star game than I would talking about a guy blowing out a knee, trying too hard, and now he's out for the playoffs, and now his team is screwed. I don't want to have that conversation. And also, Dre mentioned it, and is 100% right, I think sometimes this gets boiled down to this is an NBA problem. This is a all-sports problem. Baseball, there's no real way to half-ass it, so baseball is the only all-star game I personally still enjoy and watch and like to watch. But, I mean, that's... You really can't half-ass baseball, right? It's only one speed. But look what happened in the NFL. The NFL has literally changed the actual game. It's now flag football. The players cared so little that they actually scrapped the game. The NHL has tried like 15 different formats and 15 different tournaments to try to make the game more competitive. This is not an NBA-specific problem. This is a pro sports problem. Where now we care so much about championships that players no longer care about exhibitions like this. And they are right. Half-assing an all-star game in order to keep yourself healthy for the playoffs is 100% the right move. We've seen it happen in baseball, basketball, hockey, football. Players are right. They're also responding to how we as fans consume the sport and what we care about. 
We have told them we care about championships. So they said, okay, bet. We're going to make sure that we're going to be at our peak come playoff time. Sorry, All-Star Game. I can't risk getting hurt. So we're going to have a lackadaisical effort. Fine. No problem. Welcome back in. Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. If you missed any part of the show so far, Hick at Night Podcast, night spelled N-I-T-E, or on YouTube, Ryan Hickey. Subscribe to the channel. Some videos will be put up here in a little bit. A lot about the All-Star Game tonight. Another lack of competitiveness kind of seeping through. The entire game, East sets a record scoring 211 points. First time the 200 number has ever been broken in an All-Star game. Scoring was at a high today. It was at an all-time high. But I also don't think when it comes to the competitive nature, like there's a fix. We can talk about incentives They don't really work or there's not any realistic incentives out there that I think would change players now to be more motivated. That's also part of this issue. There's no real way to actually be like, yeah, this is, now we'll compete. Like Damian Lillard after the game, MVP of the game, was asked about the competitiveness or lack thereof I mean, listen to Dane try to explain how the game could be more competitive, and then you tell me. Is that actually going to work? Take a listen. Are leak-out dunks the problem? We had a call about an hour or so ago saying there's too many threes shot. There was 97 three-pointers taken by the East team alone out of, I think it was 146 shots. Almost 75% of the shots the East took were from three. Thank you. 106. So 97 out of 160. Thank you, Alex, for the exact numbers. So that's, I mean, quick math, what, 65, 70% of shots were from three? I The, the leak out dunks weren't the problem. And so here we are then talking about how to make the game more competitive, and we're arguing about what people are upset about. No one can even agree about what is leading to the lack of competitiveness. How can we actually think a solution is going to be found? It's not. And that's part of the reason why I have just flat out accepted it. I went into today's, like, I already knew what today's show was going to look like. I knew this game wasn't going to be competitive, no matter what anyone said before the game. And I knew people were going to be upset. It felt like this was just so easily timed out. But I promise you, the sooner you accept the game for what it is to this day... I think the more you can enjoy it. I'm not telling you I love the game. But I enjoyed this game specifically more than games in the past because I knew what to expect. This is a glorified shoot-around. Some of the best players in the world having fun. Trying to throw some alley-oop dunks to themselves. Pulling up from mid-court shooting. Draining if you're Dame. That's what it is. It, it's fun. I think the sooner everyone acknowledges that, the, the the sooner we can move on. And actually, if you want to get the game a little bit better, 
then we could all of a sudden start to make minor changes to make the game better, but it's never going back to what it used to be. Get that through your heads. Damon's call from Detroit. What's up, Damon? Yes, sir. How you doing, Ryan? Good, buddy. Good, man. What's on your mind? Uh, well, you kind of stole my thunder with the, uh, uh, you know, uh, with saying incentives. And I understand. I think a combination of maybe incentives, and I have two other ideas. I know one they're not going to do is um, the three-man three man um, teams. Three on three. Because it, it would be legitimizing the, um, the big three, and they don't want to do that. That's competition. Um, but the, the third one was go to the rising star type format where you have shorter games, you know, let, let, let a coach mm-hmm. or a player pick, like let, have like four teams and let them pick their teams and let them play less. But I like the three-man format because it's a half-court game. There's a lot less energy. You have the court spread out a lot more, so there's less chances of getting injured. And then you could do things like you can actually um, go back to post moves and things of that nature. I'm looking at it like, but I'm thinking that rising star um, type format might be the answer. So, you know, it'll at least go in the right direction because you're not playing them a full game and then they're just playing a shorter period of time, and they will maybe put more effort into it. And within a little incentive, I think that, like, sometimes people make just bets, even like, they, let's say you make a, a $10 bet with your friend, and sometimes it's just about the competition of it, you know, who won. And right. I think, you know, that may do it. Right. I like the call. I like the idea. Thank you, Damon. I just, like... Again, we could talk about different formats if you want to change the actual way the game is played instead of just a traditional 48-minute game with two teams. If you want to kind of do what the NHL did, where it was like a round-robin tournament, or like you said, the Rising Stars, uh, where you split you know these teams up into fours, go three-on-three. Three. Like Again, we could talk about so- solutions for sure. Or not solutions. I take that word back. That's a poor word choice by me. We could talk about tweaks. We could talk about adjustments. It could make it more fun, maybe a little bit more watchable. But especially to your point about what you said before, Damon, about the spread out court, you're going to have more open, you know, open court, which is kind of what we're seeing now in the All-Star game anyway. With how open it is, which is going to lead to kind of more one-on-one, more dunks, more layups, more threes. I don't think it's going to change the overall intensity. Like, I could be wrong. I, maybe I'm just missing the boat completely. My personal feeling is, like, what people are upset about, first and foremost, is the lack of intensity. Not the format, not how it's, like, it's intensity and this game not being treated as, like, a normal game. And I don't think changing just the formats are going to increase the intensity of it. And if that doesn't happen, then I still think we're talking about a different format, but same same problem. Joe's calling from Florida. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Good, man. Good. What's on your mind? Um, well, this is this is the first time I've ever spoke to you, and it might be the last because you're probably not going to like what I have to say. All right. Let's hear um, it. I'm 51 years old, okay? And I don't know um, 
how old you are, what your life was like growing up in sports. I am 29 as a failed athlete. Okay, so we're we're in a much different time. Um, Obviously, I lived with the 80s. I lived with the 90s. I played basketball. I played CYO. I played rec. I played middle school. Some days it was two games. Some days it was three. Um, And just think about what you're saying, okay? These guys have played basketball their entire life. It's their entire life. Okay, so middle school, whatever, church leagues, recs, you know, buddies, uh, PAL, CYO, college, high school. It's their entire life. So then you have like what? I don't even know. 12 preseason games, 82 regular season. If you play in the playoffs, you're playing what? Maybe five, maybe 10, depending on how far. Playing 100 games. So what you're trying to tell me is, if guys play hard in February, it's going to affect the playoffs. You cannot think like, oh, I might get hurt, or, you know, maybe I'll twist my ankle. Dude, this is what they do their entire lives, okay? And I feel like, and no disrespect to you, but people saying what you're saying and the media agreeing with this is why it's okay and why it's allowed. If there was more pushback, again, there's so many levels to this. Well, I would, money, I would disagree with what the last part. I think I'm in the minority, Joe. Like me basically no, not, saying this is not, okay. Though, because there's not, there's not a lot of, like, turn on FS1 tomorrow. Turn on SportsCenter. T- turn on all these garbage talking heads. And, and there might be some. There might be some. And, again, I just feel like, like, I think about the guy digging the ditch, you know, um, the guy fixing the car that, that literally never has clean hands and washes his hands 24 hours a day, if you know what I'm saying. Like, people who actually work, 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 these guys get three months off. In the NFL, they get seven months off. Their game is being played. You brought that game up. Their game is being played after the season. It has no effect on anything. Listen, right, and it's man, still And it's still gone by the wayside. And it's still like that game is now flag football. It's never been more soft. The sports world has never been more soft. It is actually disgusting. And this is how bad it is. Right now, you can be in college, not even be a good player, and get paid money. Check out how scary this is. In five years, guys that can't even play might even be able to retire at 20 years old. Old. I don't see how that's well. That's not going to happen, Joey. I also don't see that they're that's, getting millions of dollars. They deserve it. That, that's that's a whole different discussion here. I appreciate the call. We'll stop it there before we kind of get into a whole different rabbit hole. NAL is great, and if you retire at twenty, God bless you. I don't see how that's a negative um, for sure. If you if you deserve it, you'll get it. Um, but with that, but just going back to the overall thought of what we're talking about today. First of all. I think there's a lot of criticism. I think I'm in the minority of being accepting of what's going on here. I mean, I'm looking at social media, just this entire show. People want to see changes. This whole show has been frustration about the lack of effort and what could be done to fix it. There's not a lot of people calling and saying, oh, Ryan, you're I'm with you 100%. Like, this game, who cares? Like, it's fine what we're seeing. There's a lot of outrage. I know social media is not the best barometer at times of how people feel overall, 
But the large sentiment is frustration and disgust with what they saw. I mean, Alex, are you, are you, I like, what, what side are you on here? Are you pissed off? Are you upset that this game is kind of turned into what it is? Or are you like accepting with me? Um, I I think they can add something that can they where where they can bring back some excitement. I I feel like not just in the All Star game, just its own separate thing. I feel like a one on one would be great. And I and a lot of fun. and a lot of NBA players have actually brought it up. Where you know there's so many videos I've seen on YouTube where it, they're in Team USA and they're just going one on one with three uh, max three dribbles or something like that in ten seconds. I, a game to seven, like it would, it wouldn't be any harm. And then I guess you choose maybe four players, you know, one matchup, one matchup, and then the winner is in the final. I think that would be really fun to watch. And I think, and then they they'd actually play defense, so it's actually competitive. So you want to see changes, like you, I th- like you want to see a more intense game. I mean, uh, there was one caller earlier that said, bring it up a notch, like don't make it. As if it's like you know the NBA Finals or if it's a playoff game, but bring up a little bit, like even even in like the when I started watching the NBA early to mid two thousands, there was a little bit of defense, not too much, but at, like at the same time where you're like, okay, they're actually somewhat trying, um, but at the same time, these scores, people are just looking at the scores like, oh, they're not playing defense, but at the same time, they're taking one hundred sixty threes, so obviously the score is going to be higher. So, right, and uh, also in part because they're open and. They're not exactly and they're having more a hand skill. In the they're face. more talented. They are. They all, they, all of them can shoot threes. Uh, that was basically on the, except for maybe like Bam Adebayo, but yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Emmanuel, do you have any problem with the competitive level of the All Star game? What are we looking to see? I, that's my point. That's that's my problem with all the complaints. Everybody acts surprised that the All Star game is what it is. What are we actually looking to see? That's my entire point. Expectations. I compare it to baseball. I want it to be. When I was growing up, I loved the fact that they were playing for home field in the World Series. It was super competitive when it was a tight game. But now that it's changed off that, I don't understand how we could even get it back to that point. And that's where I'm at with the NBA. It would take something so creative and so massively different to even pique my interest. And then it would probably be too weird if it got that creative to pique my interest (laughs) enough. So I'm not even sure if that makes sense, but... I don't know what we're looking for. Like, I feel like we as fans are collectively part of the problem because we put so much focus and energy towards the playoffs. And right, we will crush players that win MVPs in the regular season but come up short in the postseason because we care so much about winning championships. And that's like the ring culture now is louder and stronger than it's ever been. And so it's like if we, for the most part, as a majority of fans are saying, all right, we care about championships first and foremost. Right. Then I feel like we also then can't get upset if players are half-assing an exhibition that doesn't matter. Like how players do in this game, when we how we talk about them going forward, and if they like Damian Lillard, let's say for example, right, he won also game MVP. If the Bucks get bounced in the second round, Damian Lillard's going to get torched, especially if he plays poorly in the playoffs. His performance in the All Star game, no one's going to be like, oh yeah, Dame sucked against the Heat. Let's just say. But he won the All-Star Game MVP, so give him a break. True, but I think it's a little off the mark because the two don't necessarily equate. Like I don't think Lillard's performance, whether he wins the MVP or not, in the All-Star Game is a cause and effect with how he plays in the playoffs. No, I agree. But I I'm think saying, fans like, just want to like... see they want to see guys who give their all at all times. I'm not saying you have to. 
But that's what that type of fan appreciates is the guy who he's that competitive. He's like the Michael Jordan level of competitive where he wants to beat you at a, at a staring contest. So he's going to bring it to the all-star game no matter what. That's what that type of fan wants. And I, I think there could be a cause and effect. I, like We're going to blame Damian Lillard if he fails in the postseason and think back to the all-star game where he was he was going nuts and giving his peak performance. But I don't think the two always connect. I guess I look at it more from like an injury perspective. Like, the way they play now, it's almost impossible to get hurt because no one's around you. It's everything's open. You're basically... It's They're going to back like off you. Right. If right. somebody's in transition, you're chasing them down, you're going to actively stop. Right. Because you don't care if they score. Exactly right. And my big fear is just like, I would rather have... I'd rather watch that than a highly competitive game where if someone rolls an ankle or gets hurt and all of a sudden now, like... You're out for the playoffs or limited in the playoffs. Like I think the outrage and the frustration is greater for that than it is right now watching a a less intense game. Well, that's the better point. It's not about whether it's cause and effect. Lillard is great now or great or not great in the playoffs and whether those two connect with one another. It's that we're going to be so mad if one of these players who we want to see show out in the playoffs gets hurt in a meaningless exhibition like this. So why why do we want to see a competitive All Star game? But that like that goes back to the initial point of like the the Lillard in the playoff thing is like if he gets hurt in the regular season, okay, like it's just one of those it sucks. Like that's part of right. like the deal. Injuries happen, but it's like an All Star game itself is an exhibition, right? And so it's like the like we never reference All Star game stats or performance in like any time we talk about a player. So it's like it's not like like and nobody's really saying relevant. nobody's saying All Star game MVPs, right? Like we'll you say don't bring that up. Finals MVP or MVP. It's not part of the resume. The only right. the only time it's part of a resume, it stuck out to me, and for the sake of these updates tonight as well, LeBron's a 20-time All-Star. Right. That's a record. 20 out of 21 seasons. Th- that matters, but for, for anybody else, it doesn't matter. But, but that's also regular season success because to make the All-Star team, you got to be good in the regular season, right? So it's like you make the team, but we never talk about, like, do if, you know LeBron's it, no. points per game in the All-Star game? Like, no one no, knows. No, no. one knows and no one cares. If you're good enough, you're going to rack up All-Star game appearances. Right. Naturally. At and the, the end of the day, the we'll selection look. is the is the honor. How you play in the game is irrelevant. Well, well, that's the thing. I understand pro ball and all pro. That's a distinction in football. But n- nobody cares if you made the pro bowl. Well, we care if you made the pro bowl. Well, how you care. play in it, right? Like, the, no one like the game is flag football. No one's free, like. I think football is actually doing it right because they've rendered that so useless. Like I don't even know if the Pro Bowl happens anymore. That's that's how useless the Pro Bowl has become. I don't even know if they play the game. I know it's so gimmicky. I, that's what I think all All Star games are headed towards. It, I don't think it was even bad tonight. I didn't watch it for for the most part. I, I was just looking at at notable things that happened. Yeah, it was. But I thought Lillard pulling up from half court and it wasn't a chuck and it was just like a pull-up jump shot from half and court drained and drained it. I thought that was cool. And I like the fact that Luca right before that tried to give himself a little alley-oop and got like stuffed. I thought that was funny. Like it's like... If anything, I want more of that. hilarious too. Like yeah. he's just like faking dunks. Yeah, it wasn't that bad for what I did see. I, I think you got to lean into that actually. I, I want it to become more gimmicky. Yes. So it, even if it means nobody defends, I want people to screw around more. I want Lillard taking more than one half-court shot like that. Like if he did three in a row, that would be the coolest thing that happened tonight. And it goes back to the overall point of, like, expectations. Like, if you ex- like if you set your expectations of, this is never going to be a competitive game again. So now it's just like, it's like a 
whatever, like how you want to view it, just a TV show on a Sunday night, like we're going to have fun. It's entertainment. Right. Then Dame's half-court shot is fun. Not, oh, I can't believe he's doing Why that. Why are we, that's the bigger question. Why are we setting our expectation for competitiveness? I don't know. I think that's why we're getting frustrated because we're saying, why aren't they competing? Why aren't they playing defense? Why did we, why did anyone in their right mind think that was possible entering tonight? And why is the NBA the only one? Like, the the NFL has literally gone away with the, the actual tackle football Pro Bowl game because the no one they don't do no it. one cared. And hockey's tried fifty different formats for their all star game to try to get some juice. Nothing's worked. Yeah, baseball's miking up people while they're hitting. And baseball, you can't really half ass anyway. Like Right, because guys are throwing ninety five miles an hour at you. And you like can't like just, you have to try. Right. In some ways. But you're to your point, right. Baseball is leaning into that where it's like, right, you have guys now live on the field. Catching fly balls in the outfield, and on, they're mic'd like, up. Like if it, if the game mattered, they wouldn't be miking up the catcher or, right. or or the guy in the batter's box while he's hitting or or pitching. For right. The and so it's just like other leagues have leaned into it, and we don't say boo. It's like the NBA. Maybe I mean they've tried in the past. They've tried different formats. It's like the NBA is the only one where we said you can't do that. I think it's actually good. I'm gonna actually lean into why it's good tonight. Most of the stars are playing. I agree. Welcome back in. Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. If you missed any part of the show so far, Hick at Night Podcast, night spelled N-I-T-E, or on YouTube, Ryan Hickey. Subscribe to the channel. Some videos will be put up here in a little bit. A lot about the All-Star game tonight. Another lack of competitiveness kind of seeping through. The entire game, East sets a record scoring 211 points. First time the 200 number has ever been broken in an All-Star game. Scoring was at a high today. It was at an all-time high. But I also don't think when it comes to the competitive nature, like there's a fix. We can talk about incentives they don't really work or there's not any realistic incentives out there that I think would change players now to be more motivated. That's also part of this issue. There's no real way to actually be like, yeah, this is, now we'll compete. Like Damian Lillard after the game, MVP of the game, was asked about the competitiveness or lack thereof I mean, listen to Dane try to explain how the game could be more competitive, and then you tell me, is that actually going to work? Take a listen. Are leak-out dunks the problem? We had a call about an hour or so ago saying there's too many threes shot. There was 97 three-pointers taken by the East team alone out of, I think it was 146 shots. Almost 75% of the shots the East took were from three. Thank you. 106. So 97 out of 160. Thank you, Alex, for the exact numbers. So that's, I mean, quick math, what, 65, 70% of shots were from three? I The, the leak-out dunks weren't the problem. And so here we are then talking about how to make the game more competitive, and we're arguing about what people are upset about. No one can even agree about what is leading to the lack of competitiveness. How can we actually think a solution is going to be found? It's not. And that's part of the reason why I have just flat out accepted it. I went into today's, like, I already knew what today's show was going to look like. 
I knew this game wasn't going to be competitive, no matter what anyone said before the game. And I knew people were going to be upset. It felt like this was just so easily timed out. But I promise you, the sooner you accept the game for what it is to this day, I think the more you can enjoy it. I'm not telling you I love the game. But I enjoyed this game specifically more than games in the past because I knew what to expect. This is a glorified shoot-around. Some of the best players in the world having fun. Trying to throw some alley-oop dunks to themselves. Pulling up from mid-court shooting. Draining if you're Dame. That's what it is. It's fun. I think the sooner everyone acknowledges that, the, the, the sooner we can move on. And actually, if you want to get the game a little bit better, then we can all of a sudden start to make minor changes to make the game better. But it's never going back to what it used to be. Get that through your heads. Damon's call from Detroit. What's up, Damon? Yes, sir. How you doing, Ryan? Good, buddy. Good, man. What's on your mind? Uh, well, you kind of stole my thunder with the... Uh... Uh, you know, uh, we're saying incentives. And I understand. I think a combination of maybe incentives, and I have two other ideas. I know one they're not going to do is um, the three-man three man, three man um, teams. Three on three. Because it, it would be legitimizing the, um, the big three, and they don't want to do that. That's competition. Um, but the, the third one was go to the rising star type format where you have shorter games, you know, let, let, let a coach mm-hmm. or a player pick, like let, have like four teams and let them pick their teams and let them play less. But I like the three-man format because it's a half-court game. There's a lot less energy. You have the court spread out a lot more, so there's less chances of getting injured. And then you could do things like, you can actually um, go back to post moves and things of that nature. Uh, I'm looking at it like, but I'm thinking that rising star um, type format might be the answer. So, I, you know, it, it'll at least go in the right direction because you're not playing them a full game and then they're just playing a shorter period of time and they will maybe put more effort into it. And with a little incentive, I think that like sometimes people make just bets even like, let's say you make a, a $10 bet with your friend, and sometimes it's just about the competition of it, you know, who won. And right. I think, you know, that may do it. Right. I like the call. I like the idea. Thank you, Damon. I just, like, again, we could talk about different formats if you want to change the actual way the game is played instead of just a traditional 48-minute game with two teams. If you want to kind of do what the NHL did, where it was like a round-robin tournament, or like you said, the Rising Stars uh, where you split, you know, these teams up into fours, go three on three. Like, again, we could talk about so- solutions for sure. Or not solutions. I take that word back. That's a poor word choice by me. We could talk about tweaks. We could talk about adjustments. It could make it more fun, maybe a little bit more watchable. But especially to your point about what you said before, Damon, about the spread out court, you're going to have more open, you know, open court, which is kind of what we're seeing now in the All-Star game anyway. With how open it is, 
which is going to lead to kind of more one-on-one, more dunks, more layups, more threes. I don't think it's going to change the overall intensity. Like, I could be wrong. I, maybe I'm just missing the boat completely. My personal feeling is like what people are upset about first and foremost is the lack of intensity. Not the format, not how it's like it's intensity and this game not being treated as like a normal game. And I don't think changing just the formats are going to increase the intensity of it. And if that doesn't happen, then I still think we're talking about a different format, but same same problem. Joe's calling from Florida. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Good, man. Good. What's on your mind? Um, well, this is this is the first time I've ever spoke to you, and it might be the last because you're probably not going to like what I have to say. All right, let's hear um, it. I'm 51 years old, okay, and I don't know um, how old you are or what your life was like growing up in sports. I am 29 I think, as a failed I'm, athlete. Okay, so we're so we're in a much different time. Um, obviously I lived with the eighties. I lived with the nineties. I played basketball. I played CYO. I played rec. I played middle school. Some days it was two games. Some days it was three. Um, and just think about what you're saying. Okay. These guys have played basketball their entire life. It's their entire life. Okay. So middle school, whatever church leagues, recs, you know, buddies, uh, PAL, CYO, college, high school. It's their entire life. So then you have, like, what? I don't even know, 12 preseason games, 82 regular season. If you play in the playoffs, you're playing, what, maybe five, maybe ten, depending on how far. Playing 100 games. So what you're trying to tell me is if guys play hard in February, it's going to affect the playoffs. You cannot think like, oh, I might get hurt or, you know, maybe I'll twist my ankle. Dude, this is what they do their entire lives, okay? And I feel like, and no disrespect to you, but people saying what you're saying and the media agreeing with this is why it's okay and why it's allowed. If there was more pushback, Again, there's so many levels to this. Well, I would, money, I would disagree with what the last part. I think I'm in the minority, Joe. Like me no, basically not, saying this is okay. Though, because there's not there's not a lot of like turn on FS1 tomorrow, turn on Sports Center, t- turn on all these garbage talking heads. And, and there might be some. There might be some. And again, I just feel like like I think about the guy digging the ditch, you know. Um, the guy fixing the car that, that literally never has clean hands and washes his hands 24 hours a day, if you know what I'm saying. Like, people who actually work, 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 work. These guys get three months off. In the NFL, they get seven months off. Their game is being played. You brought that game up. Their game is being played after the season. It has no effect on anything. Listen, right, and it's man, still And it's still gone by the wayside. And it's it still like never, that game is now flag football. It's like, never here's... been more soft. The sports world has never been more soft. It is actually disgusting. And this is how bad it is. Right now, you can be in college, not even be a good player, and get paid money. Check out how scary this is. In five years, guys that can't even play might even be able to retire at 20 years old. 
I don't see how that's well. That's not going to happen, Joey. I also don't see that. They're getting millions of dollars. They deserve it. That that's that's a whole different discussion here. I appreciate the call. We'll stop it there before we kind of get into a whole different rabbit hole. NAL is great, and if you retire twenty, God bless you. I don't see that's a negative, um, for sure. If you if you deserve it, you'll get it. Um, But with that, but just going back to the overall thought of what we're talking about today. First of all, I think there's. A lot of criticism. I think I'm in the minority of being accepting of what's going on here. I mean, I'm looking at social media, just this entire show. People want to see changes. This whole show has been frustration about the lack of effort and what could be done to fix it. There's not a lot of people calling and saying, oh, Ryan, you're I'm with you 100%. Like, this game, who cares? Like, it's fine what we're seeing. There's a lot of outrage. I know social media is not the best barometer at times of how people feel overall. But the large sentiment is frustration and disgust with what they saw. I mean, Alex, are you, are you, I like, what, what side are you on here? Are you pissed off? Are you upset that this game is kind of turned into what it is? Or are you like accepting with me? Um, I, I think they can add something that can they where where they can bring back some excitement. I I feel like not just in the All Star game, just its own separate thing. I feel like a one on one would be great. And I and that a lot of fun. and a lot of NBA players have actually brought it up. Where you know there's so many videos I've seen on YouTube where it, they're in Team USA and they're just going one on one with three uh, max three dribbles or something like that in ten seconds. I mean, a game to seven, like it would, it wouldn't be any harm. And then I guess you choose maybe four players, you know, one matchup, one matchup, and then the winner is in the final. I think that would be really fun to watch. And I think, and then they they'd actually play defense, so it's actually competitive. So you want to see changes, like you, I th- like you want to see a more intense game. I mean, uh, there was one caller earlier that said, bring it up a notch, like don't make it as if it's like, you know, the NBA Finals or if it's a playoff game. But bring up a little bit. Like, even even in, like, the when I started watching the NBA early to mid-2000s, there was a little bit of defense. Not too much, but, at, like, at the same time where you're like, okay, they're actually somewhat trying. Um, but at the same time, these scores, people are just looking at the scores like, oh, they're not playing defense. But at the same time, they're taking 163s. So, obviously, the score is going to be higher. So, right. And uh, also, in part, because they're open and... They're not exactly and they're having more a hand skill. In the they're face. more talented. They are. They all, they, all of them can shoot threes. Uh, that was basically on the, except for maybe like Bam Adebayo, but yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Emmanuel, do you have any problem with the competitive level of the All-Star game? What are we looking to see? I, that's my point. That's That's my problem with all the complaints. Everybody acts surprised that the All-Star game is what it is. What are we actually looking to see? That's my entire point. Expectations. I compare it to baseball. I want it to be. When I was growing up, I loved the fact that they were playing for home field in the World Series. It was super competitive when it was a tight game. But now that it's changed off that, I don't understand how we could even get it back to that point. And that's where I'm at with the NBA. It would take something so creative and so massively different to even pique my interest. And then it would probably be too weird if it got that creative to pique my interest (laughs) enough. So I'm not even sure if that makes sense, but... I don't know what we're looking for. Like, I feel like we as fans are collectively part of the problem because we put so much focus and energy towards the playoffs. 
and right, and we will crush players that win MVPs in the regular season, but come up short in the postseason because we care so much about winning championships. And that's like the ring culture now is louder and stronger than it's ever been. And so it's like if we, for the most part, as a majority of fans are saying, all right, we care about championships first and foremost. Right. Then I feel like we also then can't get upset if players are half-assing an exhibition that doesn't matter. Like, how players do in this game, when we how we talk about them going forward, and if they, like, Damian Lillard, let's say, for example, right, he won also game MVP. If the Bucks get bounced in the second round, Damian Lillard's going to get torched, especially if he plays poorly in the playoffs. His performance in the All-Star game, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, Dame sucked against the Heat, let's just say. But he won the All-Star game MVP, so give him a break. True, but I think it's a little off the mark because the two don't necessarily equate. Like, I don't think Lillard's performance, whether he wins the MVP or not, in the All-Star game is a cause and effect with how he plays in the playoffs. No, I agree. But I I'm think saying fans like, just want to like... see, they want to see guys who give their all at all times. I'm not saying you have to, but that's what that type of fan appreciates is the guy who he's that competitive. He's like the Michael Jordan level of competitive where he wants to beat you at a, at a staring contest. So he's going to bring it to the all-star game no matter what. That's what that type of fan wants. And I, I think there could be a cause and effect. I, like we're gonna blame Damian Lillard if he fails in the postseason, and think back to the All Star game where he was he was going nuts and giving his peak performance. But I don't think the two always. Connect. I guess I look at it more from like an injury perspective. Like the way they play now, it's almost impossible to get hurt because no one's around you. It's everything's. You're basically. It's They're gonna back like off you, right? If right. somebody's in transition, you're chasing them down. You're gonna actively stop, right? Because you don't care if they score. Exactly right. And my big fear is just like. I would rather have I'd rather watch that than a highly competitive game where if someone rolls an ankle or gets hurt and all of a sudden now like you're out for the playoffs or limited in the playoffs, like I think the outrage and the frustration is greater for that than it is right now watching a a less intense game. Well, that's the better point. It's not about whether it's cause and effect Lillard is great now or great or not great in the playoffs and whether those two connect with one another. It's that we're going to be so mad if one of these players who we want to see show out in the playoffs gets hurt in a meaningless exhibition like this. So why why do we want to see a competitive All-Star game? But that like that goes back to the initial point of like the the Lillard in the playoff thing is like if he gets hurt in the regular season, okay, like it's just one of those it sucks. Like that's part of right. like the deal injuries happen. But it's like an All-Star game itself is an exhibition, right? And so it's like the like we never reference All-Star game stats or performance in like any time we talk about a player. So it's like it's not like like and nobody's really saying relevant. nobody's saying all star game MVPs right like we'll you say don't bring that up finals MVP or MVP it's not part of the resume the only right. the only time it's part of a resume it stuck out to me and for the sake of these updates tonight as well LeBron's a twenty time All Star right that's a record twenty out of twenty one seasons. Th- that matters, but for for anybody else, doesn't matter. But, but that's also regular season success because to make the All Star team, you got to be good in the regular season, right? So it's like you make the team, but we never talk about like. Do if, you know LeBron's it, no. points per game in the All Star game? Like no one no, knows. No, no one knows, and no one cares. If you're good enough, you're going to rack up All Star game appearances, right? Naturally, at and the, the end of the day, the we'll selection look. is the is the honor. How you play in the game is irrelevant. Well, well, that's the thing. I understand Pro Bowl and All Pro. That's a distinction in football, but. Nobody cares if you made the Pro Bowl. Well, we care if you made the Pro Bowl. We don't care. Like the game is flag football. No one's free. Like, I think football is actually doing it right because they've rendered that so useless. Like I don't even know if the Pro Bowl happens anymore. That's, that's how useless the Pro Bowl has become. I don't even know if they play the game. 
I know it's so gimmicky. I, that's what I think all All-Star games are headed towards. It, I don't think it was even bad tonight. I didn't watch it for, for the most part. I, I was just looking at at notable things that happened. Yeah, it was but, but I thought Lillard pulling up from half court and it wasn't a chuck and it was just like a pull-up jump shot from half and court drained and drained it. I thought that was cool. And I like the fact that Luca right before that tried to give himself a little alley-oop and got like stuffed. I thought that was funny. Like it's like... If anything, I want more of that. hilarious too. Like yeah. he's just like faking dunks. Yeah, it wasn't that bad for what I did see. I, I think you got to lean into that actually. I, I want it to become more gimmicky. Yes. So it, it, even if it means nobody defends, I want people to screw around more. I want Lillard taking more than one half-court shot like that. Like if he did three in a row, that would be the coolest thing that happened tonight. And it goes back to the overall point of like expectations. Like if you ex- like if you set your expectations of this is never going to be a competitive game again. So now it's just like it's like a whatever like how you want to view just a TV show on a Sunday night like we're going to have fun. It's entertainment. Right. Then Dame's half-court shot is fun. Not oh I can't believe he's doing it. Why that. are we that's a bigger question. Why are we setting our expectation for competitiveness? I don't know. I think that's why we're getting frustrated because we're saying why aren't they competing? Why aren't they playing defense? Why did we why did anyone in their right mind think that was possible entering tonight? And why is the NBA the only one? Like the the NFL has literally gone away with the, the actual tackle football Pro Bowl game because the no one they don't do no it. one cared. And hockey's tried fifty different formats for their All Star game to try to get some juice. Nothing's worked. Yeah, baseball's miking up people while they're hitting. And baseball, you can't really half ass anyway. Like right, because guys are throwing ninety five miles an hour at you. And you like, can't like you just, have to try. Right. In some ways. But you're to your point, right? Baseball is leaning into that where it's like, right, you have guys now live on the field. Catching fly balls in the outfield, and on, they're like, mic'd up. Like if it, if the game mattered, they wouldn't be miking up the catcher or, right. or or the guy in the batter's box while he's hitting or or pitching for right. that matter. And so it's just like other leagues have leaned into it, and we don't say boo. It's like the NBA. Maybe I mean they've tried in the past. They've tried different formats. It's like the NBA is the only one where we said you can't do that. I think it's actually good. I'm gonna actually lean into why it's good tonight. Most of the stars are playing. I agree. 